Internet! Welcome to another episode of Geek Fanthology. In the balcony today, we have Neil Cordray. The one true Ben. And Wookiee. Uh, Michael is feeling tired and could not make it today. He apologizes. Poor Michael. Uh, so, to follow up from last week's episode. Uh, last week we talked about uh, bad sequels to ostensibly good movies, or at least most of that, that we sort of tried to keep on that. Today we're going to do the opposite. Good sequels to ostensibly bad movies, or at least not great movies. Or not at least movies. sequels that are better than the original. Yeah, at the very least sequels that are better than the originals. Um, because we, we gave a lot of hate, and hate was fun, but now we want to go back to the love. There's plenty of hate going around right now. Right. <laughs> it's election season. Yeah, yeah thank but God. By the time this episode goes up, uh, the election will be, I want to say, tomorrow, the, the next day. <laughs> or no, 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 because this goes up on Friday, so never mind. It will have already happened. <clears throat> I want to. I hope that you went out and voted. I, uh, I, I am dead serious about this sort of thing. Uh, just in general, if you didn't vote... Shame on you. It is vitally important that you vote, that you exercise your right to vote, and you do so in an intelligent manner. It's what makes this country great. It allows us to do things like talk on, talk on the internet about, about bad sequels. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Speaking of... How was that for a segue back to the subject? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, George Bush's second turn... No. Uh, <laughs> We have sound effects. I could make it sound like I'm punching the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah, but I'd have to edit them in, and I don't think I want to do that. In any case, uh, uh, before we get too far too far gone, uh, tonight I am drinking uh, Crow and Coke, because it's it was good last week. <laughs> we killed the bird just a few minutes ago. <laughs> and, uh, and, and further a little bit of completely useless historical knowledge. Um... Old Crow was actually the uh, was actually the drink of choice of uh, Ulysses Grant. Huh. Completely useless, I know. But, but hey, good to know. They've changed the formulation since then. It used to be good stuff. In any case, <laughs> <laughs> no actual crows were harmed yeah. in the making of this drink. <laughs> yeah, good sequels to bad movies. Or not, or sequels the, yeah, sequels that were better than the originals. Better sequels. Who yeah. wants to open us up tonight? I don't would. steal my, don't steal my, my crowning, uh, my crowning example. Your crowning example is your crowning example. Go back to the thirties. No. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> As usual, I have the old shit. Um, ben, he's old. There's a surprise. <laughs> um, okay, so widely considered to be one of the better sequels than the movie is Bride of Frankenstein. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Um, because you get, you know, more more of everything good. Um, that was in 1935. That's considered one of the first sequels that was better than the original movie. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we go back to bad sequels with Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein and the Wolfman on Mars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Abbott and, Frank, Abbott and Costello meet by that time, they were running out of ideas. Yeah. You know, they... they, they I, I started to feel that way about the Scooby-Doo cartoons. 
when they started throwing in yeah, special stars. stars. Oh god, yes. Globetrotters, Batman. Let's and solve let's solve mysteries with the Harlem Globetrotters or Sonny and Cher. Although to be fair, the Harlem Globetrotters great guest stars for other animated shows like Futurama. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had their own cartoon for a while. Too. <laughs> they did. That needs to be another episode. Cart- obscure cartoons nobody knew about. Right. Uh, what was it? Um, Back in the Metal Arc. Like, uh, All Stars, I think was what it was called. Yeah, it was like Bo Jackson. Yeah, with Bo Jackson, Gretzky, and uh, Ken Griffey Jr.? No. No. Someone. Anyhow. Jackie Chan had one. Or two. The Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan Adventures, Adventures wasn't bad though. Yeah, it wasn't that obscure either. A lot yeah. of people knew about it. Like Michael Jack or not Michael Jackson, MC Hammer. Wow. Yeah, yeah he, he had, had his own show. The MC Hammer show. Yep, Hammerman. But anyway. we're getting distracted easily. Yes, we are. Yeah. yeah. So well, you know, it, it's hard to find good sequels to bad movies. I can name about half a dozen off the top of my head. So yeah. here's a more good. recent. Yeah. So here's one that people will take my head off over calling a bad movie. Um. I would say um, The Dark Knight to Batman Begins. Dark Knight was better. Dark Knight was better. Now, Batman Begins was by no means a bad movie, but the sequel, but it's one of those few instances where the sequel was legitimately the stronger film. Yes. Maybe it's good Mike wasn't here because he thinks Begins was the best of the three. Well, I like Begins. I I like Begins, but I gotta agree. Uh, You know, Dark Knight is. Better. I, I mean, think Dark Knight is a better movie. It, it, it is is more entertaining. I, I'm really weirdly on the fence. I think Dark Knight is more entertaining, but from a from a, from the standpoint of, of storyline cohesion, Batman Begins is a superior film because it doesn't have. It's not trying to be two and a half movies. This is true. <laughs> yeah, well, it was trying to cover two and a half movies. Yeah. And it, and, um, not that I'm saying that it did a bad job with those two and a half movies. Just right. it, it was, was two and a half movies. Right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, which is something that everybody. But you had you had Heath Ledger, uh, and uh, Heath Ledger's Joker is the second best Joker I've ever seen. And then you also and had that's uh, only beat by Mark freaking Hamill's Joker. This is true, yeah. And uh, and then you had uh, Two Face. Oh God. Um, yeah, that guy. Uh, From remember. Thank You for Smoking. Um, Not Gosling. Um, God. Well, you're supposed to Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. There Aaron Eckhart. There we go. Yeah. So, some of the ones I don't talk about much, I have to stop and think. And you know, the only reason I can think of that is I, I was thinking of Jack Nicholson's Eckhart. Yeah. Think about the future. Um, I, I will always love that movie. Yeah, that, I mean that one has a special place in my heart. Um, what? I'm nothing. The original Batman. '89 Batman. The the, the first uh, Burton. Batman. The first Burton Batman, uh, with all the iconic Robert. moments in it. It's been such a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, get in the car. What car? The the theater just erupts in you know in cheers, and the Batmobile shows up for the first time. And the bat the Batwing doing that silhouette against the moon before it drops back down. Yeah, you just you can't beat that. Do you yeah. dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nicholson did a really good Nicholson job. Nicholson did a really good job, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. for that matter, what's his name? Uh, Cesar... Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero. Yeah. Now, yeah, his does. Joker was Silver Age Joker. Yes. Um, yeah, and he was... It was and it was camp, but... Can't be family-friendly Joker, which... <laughs> yeah. And that mustache, when you watch it in high dev, is so much more noticeable. Yeah. And I will say this. Uh, Jared Leto's uh, Joker in Suicide Squad... Was not bad. 
No, it wasn't bad. Um, it was it was kind of updated. I think it was yeah. it was updated and was completely unnecessary to the to the film Suicide Squad. Right, but we're he getting... did not need to be in that, but he did a good job. Right. So, right. <laughs> and see, and the thing is, the one thing that, that in getting back to the Dark Knight, the one thing that that Ledger did that kept the Joker, the Joker was always he was not he was mysterious without being mysterious. He was, you know, because he never told the same story twice about how I got, yeah. how I got these scars. Wow, yeah, how I got these scars. Yeah, exactly. And he and he made it. Yeah, he made that his his own. Um, yeah, I, I still say my favorite line in all of uh, in in that entire thing is uh, is you really think you can rob you, you can rob us and just walk away? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do something well, don't do it for free. <laughs> A lot of people's favorite thing for that movie was when he made the pencil disappear. Yeah. How about a ma- Give me one reason why I shouldn't have my boy here pull your head off. How about a magic trick? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's gone. Yeah, no. Fledger did such a great job. Yeah, uh, it's, he, it's a real shame that he yeah. killed himself right after that. Here we go. So yeah. It was actually determined. It, it wasn't it had legit it, suicide. It was a bad interaction between two drugs. Mm-hmm. It was accidental. Yeah, oh, well. yeah, and he, and he was already having trouble sleeping. Yeah, he had he had one doctor treating him for one thing, and mm-hmm. another doctor in another country treating him for another, and mm-hmm. there was no cross communication. Ah. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't one who I wasn't the person who's like, oh, he never shook the Joker and had to kill him. No, but I thought it was suicide. So I was wrong. I've never been so happy to be wrong. Right. But then you know Eckhart did a good job mm-hmm. with his with his Harvey Dent. Yes, yes he did. He was because he was... Aaron Eckhart's one of those actors that I like in almost everything he's in. Yeah. What a, I I thank you for smoking was an underrated classic in my opinion. It's a I fantastic think. film, super satirical, really darkly funny. It and and another movie that came out roughly the same time, at least in my. In, in my personal zeitgeist, uh, it and Burn After Reading, which were both just really funny, and not very many people saw. All right. Well, and then, you know the thing with the thing with this one is, is you have he wasn't in Burn After Reading though, but still you have you have and then you have uh, Gary Oldman's uh, Gordon. He made such a great yeah. Gordon. Oh, he did. Oldman did such a great job. People uh, gave him so much shit for saying that he was. Uh, Sort of relieved when they were done with the third because it it was a job to him. That's all he saw it as. If he was like, no, you should love it. Like everybody else, all the Marvel people love what they're doing. He's like, it's his job. He doesn't need to love the material. Yeah, right. But you know, and the, he still and, gives it his yeah, all. The thing is, also Gary Oldman is you know a hard hardcore method actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I loved him in Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. And he was. I mean, he was. Oh yeah, he was serious black. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, he was serious black, and of course, I loved the Fifth Element. That oh was... yeah, <laughs> he was he was a joy in Fifth Element. He was yeah, it's like you know, and, and so so you've got you know you've got Eckhart, you've got Ledger, you've got Oldman, and then you have Christian Bale trying to thinks that's intimidating to talk like this. Yeah, like an asthma, like an asthmatic jock, you yeah. know, marathon runner. See, he sounded fine for the most part until he started either. When he was exasperated, or if he started yelling, then it started right. sounding ridiculous. Yeah, but that's why I love that Batfleck 
does the modulator. Yeah, uh, exactly. And which I think they got an idea. I think they got an idea from from that being popular from being Arrow, popular working Arrow. well in Arrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you know, so you've got him trying to, which I think really upped his game. Um, you know, you put him, you put him in because he had scenes with all of these characters, with all these yeah. all these players. Yeah. Um, and Bell's not a bad actor either. No, he's a good actor, but you put him in, you know, in that kind of company, and it really ups his mm-hmm. ups his ups his game. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then oh god, yeah. There just there wasn't really a bad performance in that one because then also you've got Crane. Uh, still around, yep. <laughs> you know, which I'm mean, think it wasn't Batman's story. It was the Scarecrow story. Yeah. <laughs> he was in all three. He was in all three. He yeah. wasn't center attention. I never saw the, the Dark Knight Rises, which I'm told is I didn't miss. I liked it. I mean, I it, it was meant to be a lot better. Uh, they counted on the Joker being the uh, the main antagonist. As opposed again. to being Bane. Instead of Bane, yeah. They pulled Bane kind of out of their ass. I to Bane talk like this, so... That know. was all Tom Hardy. I don't know what it is with him, but anytime he plays something off the off the rails, he always sounds weird, like in Revenant. Mm. He had, like, this accent where he was, like, from around Texas, but wilderness Texas, so he didn't learn how to properly enunciate. Right. <laughs> Well, and, and Bane, you can all, you know, he had that thing, you're not for a but you, when you trying to sound cultured. Which the movie actually sounded better because after the trailer came out, people complained about not being able to understand him, so they altered it and they still had trouble understanding him. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, is that of the three, I think Dark Knight was the best. It was. It, you know, it was, it was, it was a, it was a, it's a good, a good modern sequel to start with. Yeah. Although I think that, now, we, See, I don't know what your what your crowning what your crowning achievement is uh, for. Well, for then why did I just go ahead and say it? Yeah. Because my, my my the the I think almost completely uncontestable sequel that is better than the original, mm-hmm. The Road Warrior. Yeah. Better Mad, than Mad Max. I've got to agree that is that is one of the best uh, out there. One of the best follow up sequels. I. Mad well, Max it, wasn't bad. Yeah, it, but, but it, it was, was very. Eh, and it was kind of. It, they didn't quite. It seemed like they didn't quite know what they were doing, and then they made the Road Warrior. Well, see, Mad Max was one of those ones that was more of a, more of a. You know, oh, this is going to be a. Uh, this is going to be a, a cult following. You, know, you mm-hmm. got that that small group of very dedicated followers. The Road Warrior came out and just completely changed. You know, pop culture. Yeah. Because I mean, we see it in in wrestling, you know. Um, I mean, hell, there's my first ex- my first exposure to the Road Warrior was in an episode of Reboot. Hmm. <laughs> um, it was an episode called Bad wow. Bob. Uh, <coughs> wow, that's... I love I miss Reboot. We should talk about that at some point. They're talking about rebooting Reboot. I hope they don't. Me too. A reboot of Reboot. Yes. Yeah, but no, there was it was like episode two or three. It was called Bad Bob. And it was, and it, they just redid the tanker chase at the end of Road Warrior, right. uh, <laughs> which um, had Road Warrior had. Um, um, oh God, I'm trying to remember if it was Fabke Jansen or uh, um, the Warrior, the Warrior Woman. Uh, I don't think I ever watched Road Warrior. Really? Um, it's either, if I did, I don't remember. Uh, no, it was uh, Sadal Bertman. I think the first Mad Max I watched was Beyond Thunderdome. Right. 
Yeah, I think it was. And speaking of uh, of good follow ups to okay movies, Beyond Thunderdome was okay. But then Fury Road came out oh, yeah. like oh, 15 God. freaking years later. Yeah. Which oh, is, God. Which is sort Fury of a Road sequel, sort of a reboot. Yeah, but it was, it, was, it, was, it was legit a sequel. Um, it did officially take place after. Uh, after. Uh, what you call it? After Thunderdome? Uh, after Thunderdome. Just, it took place so far after it that. Yeah. <laughs> and had a different max. And really, I mean, you could have called that Imperator Furiosa Fury Road, and it would have worked. Just no one would have known that it was a Mad Max sequel. <laughs> Max was a character, but he was not the main character in that movie. He was more the narrator for that movie, yeah. I think. As, as that goes. Fury um, Road was such a good movie. Yeah, it was. It really was. I mean, it just... It kicked ass on so many levels. Yeah. Plus, you know... Flamethrower electric guitar guy. <laughs> right? And people said bards are boring. <laughs> Best bard ever. Best bard ever by a so long another, another sequel that is widely considered, uh, not that the first was bad, again, but was considered widely better than the first, was Empire Strikes Back. I would say it's the best Star Wars movie. Yeah. Empire is just really, really good. I agree with you. Which is why I was so happy that uh, Lawrence Kasdan, who co-wrote it, also co-wrote uh, Episode 7. Which was so, okay. Yeah. And Empire was... See, Empire was good in a lot of subtle ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they did better storytelling. They had better direction. So you, yeah. you got to... You, you know, take it out of Lucas's hands <laughs> and it does better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Luke, Luke didn't come off as so whiny. Um, I was going to go to the Tashi station and pick up some power converters. Yeah, it's, you know, so I, I don't believe it. That's just, that's just why you failed. Yeah. You know, Yoda, oh my god, Frank Oz. Just Frank Oz, great So job. glad they did a puppet instead of what they were originally going to do with that. It was going to be a monkey in a suit. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I, things things I, I wish I never knew. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, was, sorry, then, uh But then the lightsaber... Uh, Lightsaber duel was yeah, so Cloud much. City, so good. Yeah, so very good because you got a chance to see more of what the Force could do, you know, and you got to see that oh, Luke is getting better. Yeah, you know, and Vader is better than he was in Episode Four. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just, he wasn't Very just clumsy. flailing around with a with see, an extent. part of that. Part of the, that in the first movie was because David Prowse lied to get the part, said that he had experience with sword fighting, uh, didn't think didn't think that they actually were going to use it, even though they asked about it. Why would they ask? Right. So he lied and said he had experience with it. It was too late to cast somebody else. Yeah, because finding a seven-foot-tall actor. Yeah. You know, know, a six-foot-eight actor. um, Who's willing to wear all that leather and all that, you know, that get-up. Right, without it being porn. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, even then, seven-foot-tall actor. Right, exactly, yeah. Um... But yeah, and and it was the story was better. Yeah, everybody in that movie had a significant part in the story, and they and they all, and every amount of time too. Yeah. yeah, well, and and even more so. The thing is, is there are things that are pop culture iconic moments in that story that everybody's you know started doing after that. 
the twist. Yeah. You know, no, I am your father. I was about to say, if if you said Luke, I am your father, I was going to say, you know, he never actually says that. Yeah, James Earl Jones corrects fans about that. Yeah. And they'd say he's I am your father. I am your father. Yeah, I mean, never would there. (laughs) (laughs) Right, you know, because I was going, what? (laughs) And I remember saying that, you know, and I remember leaving the theater going, oh my God. I just feel like I've been kicked in the face. So even the I want to go see it again. Even James Earl Jones himself, when he read the line, he's like, he's lying. There's no way that's true. He's lying. Right. And when they actually filmed it, Prowse actually said, Obi-Wan killed your father. But then they told Mark right beforehand, this is what he's going to say, but we want you to react to him saying he is your father. And yeah. they did, and he said, if you tell anybody, we'll know, because you're only the third person who knows. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, and, and, then, and, then, and then the ultimate cliffhanger. Freaking Han Solo, frozen in carbonite. Yep. You know, and, and the, you're going, oh my god, you know. And, What's going to happen next? Exactly. Depends on if Harrison Ford wants to come back or not. Right? Yeah. Well, and, and so, you know, you, you have that. You have oh, Boba yeah. Fett. Yeah, <laughs> who is kind of hilarious. It's amazing how big of a cult following Boba Fett has gotten. Yeah. Myself included, I love Boba Fett. Yeah. But, you know, he says like he has like four lines in, in, in the two movies he's in. Right, but he's a total badass every <laughs> second he's on screen. Because everybody else is all sitting there po- posturing. There's Fett in the background just going... Just standing there. Yeah, just chill, you know. Like, you know, just you know, lowering the temperature around him by six degrees yeah. just by standing there. The and fact then, that he would even backtalk Vader, yeah, of all no, people, yeah, he's, he's no, no good, good to be dead. dead. <laughs> yeah, and he backtalk, and and Vader does not force choke that dude. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, <laughs> um, it's because Boba Fett might be able to take him, <laughs> right. especially with the with the most recent uh, interesting fan theory that Darth Maul survived and became Boba Fett, which is. You know, yeah. patently incorrect, but yeah, because yeah. different races entirely. Also, Boba Fett was written into the prequels, but pe- people like to just ignore. Well, that. Also, if you watch um, Clone Wars and Rebels, which is canon to the movies, Maul did survive. Yeah, and has and, since been back, and is still yeah. around in Rebels. Right. Well, and and, mm-hmm. the and Boba Fett's also still also around. Yes. Well, and and Fett also outwitted Han. I mean, you know, it's like, we'll just, you know, and he, and, you know, so the Millennium Falcon leaves, and then this mysterious ship follows. You're going, who's that? the hell is that? <laughs> you know. Also, uh, one of the best, uh, one of the best improv lines in ever, ever in existence in, uh, in Empire. I love <laughs> you. I know. I know. He was supposed to say, I love you too. But instead he said, <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> Han, yeah, Han wouldn't go there. Um, but, and then, um, yeah, I mean. Carrie Fisher was at her best in, in that movie. Oh, I mean, um, I mean, on the one hand, you know, squeaky girl, but on the other, you know, on the other, cold as ice when Chewie has Lando up against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, that's a princess. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, excuse and, me, your worshipful, <laughs> <laughs> right? And Lando was. Great. I mean, yeah. I could see yeah. him at the, the the chemistry. Yeah, I mean, I could I could rave on forever about that. Yeah. One. I'm really happy. I, Donald Glover was, was a good, was a good yeah. casting for young for younger Lando. Yeah, I think that'll be good. Um, right. So from one sci-fi genre to another, the search for Spock. 
I was gonna no, go not the search for socks, Fox. Sorry. Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Search for socks sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, and, 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 and now one. I prove myself to be more <laughs> to be more of a Star Wars fan than a Trekkie. But yes, uh, but yeah, Wrath not the search for Spock. Uh, uh, although I think Search for Spock was still better than the first one. Uh, All of them are better than the first one. <laughs> even the Search for God is better than the first one. Yeah, yeah, even the Search for God. Yeah, yeah fine. But yeah, Wrath of Khan was the ultimate Star Trek movie. Wrath of Khan was so good. Yeah, it had space battles. It had a, And had what's a, his name as... Uh, uh, Ricardo Montalban? Yeah, Ricardo Montalban as... Rich Corinthian leather, yeah. Yeah. Uh, tasks me, you know. I like Bramble Dax's snumpy pants, but... He is no cop. Well, he's he's no Ricardo Montalban because Ricardo Montalban was you know was had to have been built out of parts from Sidney Poitier. <laughs> you know, yeah. Cumberbatch did a good job for what he had, but he he made it his own. Yeah. But yeah. And yes, I know his be... name is actually but, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I just like to mispronounce his name. Oh, everybody likes to make fun of him. But the, the penguins. Thing is, yeah, yes. he can't say uh, <laughs> um, But the thing, the thing where it came from is you also had Khan from a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, also and, played by Ricardo Montalban. Exactly. And that, you know, and there is no way Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to match Ricardo Montalban's chest. Yeah. <laughs> well, that wasn't really him. It was it was a it was a plastic piece under the shirt, but <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. No, but, no, Captain. I am going to hurt you. Yeah, I'm going and to I wish to go on hurting you. Yeah, it's just, it's like it's like every line came out like he could taste it and it was delicious. Yeah. You know, like he was licking it all the way out. Yeah, and and. Uh, Hell's heart, I stab it. Yeah, the Moby Dick quotes for that. Oh, I always, yeah. I always love the educated villains. Yeah, even yeah. Um, oh, I want to say it was Star Trek Six where Kirk was um, framed. Uh huh. Oh, for and that Klingon. Uh, yeah, and the I always like the uh, Shakespeare and the original Klingon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going the original Klingon. <sighs> I can't remember that actor. Ta, 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 Yeah, right. Which the funny thing and is, and there's that, most of my Trekkie cred back. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is that that um, Klingon does not have. It doesn't have the verb to be. To be, yeah. Uh, the, the, the the literal transliteration of that is to continue or not to continue. Uh, uh, which is really funny because if you get into Klingon philosophy, <laughs> um, there there Klingon philosophy is summed up with one, uh, with one real. Uh, one very short um, quote, Cal Kestrix Kilmerex, um, that which does not grow dies. <laughs> um, I, I will point out the only reason I know uh, the, the, uh, the, the to be line. or not to be is because uh, a, a guy on the internet, and I'll put a link to his video on the website, Kyle Calgren did a really great episode on, uh, on Klingon, on, on, on someone actually did... Hamlet. Someone did an entire Klingon language version of Hamlet, That's and he does a really great awesome. episode on on what on on what in the world. And he has also this great thing about oh poor Klingon Falstaff. Yeah. Honor. What is this thing called honor? 
<laughs> Christopher Plummer, right? Yes, yeah, Christopher on. Plummer, yes. Refused to wear a wig the, or, or get the ridges. Yeah, so they but still pulled ridges. off a great clean on. Yeah. Well, with that eye patch bolted on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was. But Wrath of Khan hit everything about Star Trek. It did. You yeah. Know? Um, and introduced the Kobayashi Maru, mm-hmm. the death of Spock. Because Leonard Nimoy wanted to quit. Yeah, uh, I'm so glad they talked to him coming back. Yeah, I am too. Because that was, oh God, that was like, you know, you have always... Uh, you have and always shall be my friend. Yeah, I'm just going... <laughs> oh, Spock is dead! I, re- I, remember, I remember standing in line uh, to go see Wrath of Khan. Mm-hmm. And the door comes out and people are just out in tears sniffling. And I'm sitting here going, oh shit, what did they watch? <laughs> you know, and then I see Star Trek this. has never done that to people. Yeah, of all the souls I've been in my travels, his was the most human. Yeah. And and, and then I see people that these people in in cosplay. <laughs> and I'm going. Holy shit! Right, what am I getting myself in for? This is fucking Star Trek. And I was like, "Did they blow up the Enterprise? <laughs> what happened?" No, wait, they do that in the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. That, that funeral, though, as short as it was, was probably one of the best. Scotty playing Amazing Grace on the bagpipe. Shat- just Shatner in general. Yeah, that was probably yeah. one of his best delivery. People make fun line. of Shatner's, Shatner's delivery, but it's really not bad. No, it's, it's just not. it's that it, that's an over. But yeah, that was one of his best performances. And that whole movie, he yeah. was like right on. Yeah. yeah, he was dead on. Kirstie Alley was. You lied. I exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> um, which uh, you know, and, and it was it was that iconic scene of you know it's been two hours, <laughs> you know, or you know minutes can be like uh, hours. Hours can be like days. Yeah, hours can be like days. How long yeah. is it going to take you to repair the ship? Two About two days, days sir. <laughs> it's been two hours. You know, um, yeah, and, and I actually referenced that, um, in, you know, in one of my books. Uh, you know, let's look at Mister. I'm a published author over here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I will follow in your footsteps one of these years. But it's yeah, I mean, it does. It hits everything about yeah. Star Trek. Um, space battles, great villains, great characters, great character growth. Um, the only the only thing I don't much care for in uh, Rathacon was the MacGuffin of the Genesis Project. Was kind of. Yeah, and then they really they really took it elsewhere with uh, with proto matter in in search for spot, yeah. but but then that that leads to my personal favorite of sci of sci fi franchises, aliens. Aliens <laughs> after Alien. Yeah, it's like they took it in two different completely different directions because Alien. I couldn't sit through the original Alien. Granted, it came out when I was like eight, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was when I was really young. Uh, it, it was a horror movie, you know. Yeah. But Aliens, oh my God, that was an action movie. You stand-up fighter, a bug hunt, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Marines were awesome, and it, yeah. Oh. Bug hunt, man! It's a bug hunt. Game over, man. Game, Game over. Young Bill Paxton. Oh God, that was great. Uh, uh, he's. I think. Uh, he's one. Was he in a? Yeah. He was. He's one of the few people who has been killed by 
An alien, a Terminator, and a Predator. Right? He was. For that matter, actually, I would say T2 is better than the, the initial Terminator. Yes, I would, I would, yeah. Oh. Good good segue bait there. Thank you. Yeah. Because, uh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, T2. Oh, my God. Well, T2 and Aliens, one yeah. thing they really have in common is that they really take a, a woman into an action yeah, star. They take a strong female protagonist. Yeah. yeah. Although complete one eighty from Ripley. how Sarah was in yeah. Terminator. Yeah, and, and I, uh, although I gotta say, we only see that Sarah like the last six seconds at the end. I gotta say though, um, who would win in a fight, Sarah Connor or Ellen Ripley? Ellen Ripley. <laughs> like, unless you have her kid. Yeah. <laughs> every day and, and twice on Sunday, in my opinion. <laughs> you just want to wrestle with Ellen Ripley. I don't know. I. But uh, well, you know. Well, and, and there, she's the, hot. Yeah. <laughs> well, but there were some there were some very deliberate choices that they made in Aliens, because um, Ripley is the only actually female character, even though there are other women in the you know. Yeah. But the other women are, are very. But Sanchez, has anyone ever ever yeah, accused you of being a man? Yeah. No. Accused you for being a woman? Yeah. No. Have you? Have, yeah. yeah. Um, being a man, being a woman, I can't remember. Yeah. And then, and then there was the pilot who yeah. was, you know, very... Who I love that pilot. She was like... No nonsense. No nonsense, badass. You know, she didn't have to flex or anything like that. She was just, you know, total cool. Uh, my ship. <laughs> yeah, you're on my ship. Um, and, and, you know, total cool coming in, driving that thing. That was, a you know... Um, Ripley was the only one who was not military, not... Yeah. yeah, anything she, like that. She was the only one who was a mother, you know. Um, yeah. And that's why I hated Aliens Three when they completely tried to undo all that. Um, but she was the only one of two civilians on board, and you know. Oh God, I remember Aliens made me not want to watch. Um, oh, what was the name of that show that Paul Reiser did with Helen Hunt? This is a sitcom. Yeah, um, was it Helen Hunt? Or, uh... I think so. It was set in New York City, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it made you completely hate Paul Reiser. Yeah, I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to see anything else with him in it. Right? Um. Which just shows how good he did at that. Role. Mad About You. Mad, Mad About You, like, yeah. But then, but then, which actually is not a bad... Uh, no, I did watch. Like, I did eventually watch it. It was yeah, a good exactly. show. Yeah, and you're going, wait, that's not the same guy. But then, but then you have uh, Terminator Two, where you almost completely flip what they did with Ripley. Yeah, mm-hmm. where where Sarah Connor is this total badass, but she's also still a mother. Yeah, that scene yeah. in the in the car because her reason for being a badass is because she's, she's a, a mother, mother, right? Yeah. That scene in the car where you know she's you know. Uh, it's like, you know, come here, and, you know, he thinks she wants to, she's like patting him down for bullet holes, <laughs> you know. And I gotta say, I mean, I really like the Terminator as the villain in the first movie. Yeah. But the T-1000 was, was way more intimidating, and those effects still hold up today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, because actually, a fair bit of them were practical. Yeah. Um, and well, really and- good combination of practical and, and uh, CG effects. Right. Well, and the, the thing that, that uh, Norton did, uh, he, some of the things, so many things he did, like when he would run, you know, he would have his head down, eyes up, you know, in that, that predator mode. Who? Uh, 
uh, was it? Was it, it wasn't Ed Norton. Norton. It, it was, was uh, something Patrick. Um, so the Jason Patrick. Twenty one thousand. <laughs> the T one thousand was played by Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. Okay. Um, yeah, Patrick. Uh, yeah, but the way he had the head down, and yeah. when he was running, you didn't see him breathe. Right, he held his breath <laughs> because he didn't. Yeah, yeah, he held his breath, and that yeah, he was great. Well, yeah, no, that's because he was a robot made out of liquid metal. He didn't have to breathe. Exactly, yeah, and you you didn't see that from him. I was like, oh, yeah, that's nice and creepy. Yeah, and yeah, I think the vacation. <laughs> it's like little things like that make characters all the more memorable. Like. Um, a slight veer off what we were talking about Orlando Bloom doing Legolas. He didn't blink once on screen. Uh, yeah, he only he only blinked a few times. There was, I never noticed that. Yeah, no, he... Uh, there was only like one time when he blinked on screen. Uh, I, I think it was a time where he pretty much had to, but... Yeah. But for the most part, when you see him just staring, he doesn't blink. Yeah, Legolas, yeah. And, and... Um, you know the the whole there were and there were whole scenes cut out of that that would have been like when they did the Terminator when they switched him to learning mode. Yeah. Mm. They're yeah. Messing with his chip. Yeah. Um, and so part of it is is uh, is oh god who played Sarah Connor. <laughs> Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. the internets again. Right. Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger on the other side of the mirror frame and her sister with a puppet yeah. uh, the digging into his head when they were actually, when they'd actually taken the, the plate off the back of his head right. and were messing around with his, with his, uh, with his input output chip, mm-hmm. uh, which was, which was just amazing. <laughs> yeah. I remember, um, I learned I didn't get to watch either of them in theaters, obviously. Yeah. But when I heard, found out about Terminator Two, people were telling me I should watch it. I watched the first one first. Yeah. And then uh, and they said that the Terminator. They told me ahead of time the Terminator's not the villain in the second one. There's something meaner. And after watching the first, I was like, how can you have something meaner than that? Yeah. <laughs> and then they did it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first one was a was a total killing machine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because he he didn't fuck you asshole. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you asshole. Yeah, I mean he he didn't blink. His expression didn't change. Mm-hmm. You know, and the uh, the effects too. Uh, it wasn't like Terminator Three was the first one where they used CG for the cybernetics. Yeah, it looked great in T Two when he had half his face missing. Yeah. The arm missing was kind of obvious because he just had his arm inside a jacket. But yeah, he's got some pretty good sized arms to yeah. begin with. Yeah, it's because you're talking shit. about about <laughs> Mister Universe's freaking arms, <laughs> right? You're trying to hide one of those things. It's like let's hide a Christmas tree in your jacket. <laughs> so the effects were really good. more Story multiple times great. in a row, Mister Universe. Let's let, yeah. let, let's make that a little bit more abundantly clear. Yeah, and and he wasn't fat back in the day, people. <laughs> Right. He, he's kind of gone to seed at this point, but... Oh, he's, what, in his 60s? Yeah. <laughs> I'll give the guy a break, man. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and and, the, and then um, Edward Furlong? Oh, yeah, I mean, as... <laughs> they had to re-record some of his lines. It still didn't help because of his voice changing halfway through filming. Yeah. 
what some of it some of it actually helped because it made it made him you know seem like who he was. But um, yeah, it was just it hit all the things that it really improved on. And then they made T three. Yeah, then they fucked that up. Let's see other oh um. So here, here's one that, that's oddly contentious in a completely different manner. Mm. The Evil Dead 2. Mm, going to agree with you wholeheartedly on that one, I, it, No, I, I think it's better, but the thing is, Evil Dead 1 was trying to be a horror film. Right, yeah. Evil Dead 2 abandoned that idea almost entirely and tried to be a comedy, and did fantastically with it. It's because they let Bruce Campbell be. They let Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Campbell yeah. go. And yeah. also, the chainsaw hand, and... Groovy. <laughs> right, right. Well, and that just kind of really, really launched that franchise. Yeah. Now, in a different direction, Dawn of the Dead. I've not actually seen any of the of the Dead films, so okay. I will have Dead to completely was, defer to you. In, yeah, in Dawn of the right. Dead was the one in the shopping mall. Yes, and I Night of the Living one. Dead was the one before that, um, which was very small and very. So, Dawn of the Dead was really kind of a. Uh, Kind of a commentary, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, on a lot of things. Yeah. Um, it was a, it was uh, way before Walking Dead. It was a good example of how different people in the same situation would react. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. It was. It was. Well, all of the of the dead films. I know this from a from just sort of an academic point of view. Were designed as commentaries on various social <laughs> things. It was. Yeah. On consumerism and that was Dawn of the Dead and, yeah. me, and uh, media consumption and other such fun things. Yeah. Right, Dawn of the Dead was was exactly uh, about consumerism because uh, it was set in a mall. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah, that was one that was like, oh crap, that's you know. But yeah, I think I was I'm gonna have to completely agree with you. Evil Dead too. Yeah, that yeah they they they, they just. <laughs> Here, I'm badass, <laughs> yeah. and you're good ass. <laughs> yeah, let's let's let Bruce off the chain, man. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's have let's let Bruce have like a forty long forty minute long fight with his left hand, no yeah. right hand. Sorry, right. I and really want to see Ash versus Evil. I want to see Ash versus Evil Dead too because apparently it's just great. Yeah. Uh, oh, Bruce it's, Campbell. Yeah, and also. Um, Romero uh, Pictures, not Romero, Romero? Raimi, sorry. Raimi, Sam okay. Raimi. Sam, Sam Raimi, Raimi Pictures. Spider-Man Spider 2. two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> evidently, felt... there's some, evidently there's some contention about this one. <laughs> yes, uh, obviously we are very split. <laughs> I felt so bad for Doc Ock in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. And he yeah. did such a great job making Dr. Octopus, who is normally not a very... Uh, likable, likable, or uh, sympathetic villain into an incredibly sympathetic villain. Oh, I thought man. it was a very nice touch to yeah. have the arms have a mind of their own, and without that chip, they were actually influencing him. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was yeah, that was really a really good part of it, and and, and Spider Man going through the like losing his powers because his it basically. Mental block. Mental block because of what he's going through. Yeah. With his own life. Right. And then we get, we get the iconic scene, Spider-Man No More. Yeah. You know, in the trash can. Um, and Jameson putting and, up in his office. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that fight on the train. 
That was amazing. Oh, that was train amazing. fight was just glorious. Oh, and yeah. Every single person in, on the internet agrees with this one. It's one yeah. of those things where, like, if you if you Google top ten sequels better than the originals, yeah. Spider Man Two so is usually in like the top five. So, and not <laughs> right. just not just the fight, which was visually amazing, but also story wise. After the fight, he's lost his mask. He's just saved all these people. They Don't help worry. him up, we won't give him tell his mask, anyone. and then when Doc Ock shows up again, yeah, they're getting in the way. Right. Yeah. It's like if you want him, you have to go through us. And it's like. What I really liked about the first one, when Goblin has Mary Jane and all those people... Right, people start throwing people shit like, at him. Yeah, if you're, you're messing with Spider, you're messing with New York, you mess with one yeah. of us, you mess with all of us. Well, and there was... Spider-Man is, it, it is more, than, more than any other character, is frequently the soul of New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there was, one, there was one line in that scene where they're, uh, when they're laying him down, one guy says, my kid! Yeah, he's, he's just a kid, same he age is, as my son. Yeah, he is New York's hero. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got all the you got the Avengers and everything, but Spider Man is always New York's hero, and like you said, he is the soul of New York. Do you and see until he sells his soul to Mephisto to yeah, uh, we don't talk about Mary Day. Yeah, <laughs> we do not talk about the dark times. <laughs> do you see the deleted scenes uh, where Jameson tries on the suit? No, He's I like did not. He's like jumping see. up on the desk no, and never saw no, the shoe gobs. Yeah, I mean that. And that Although I gotta say, uh, J.K. Simmons is as. As Jameson, as Jameson. Was fucking brilliant. Amazing. I'm looking forward to seeing him as commissioner. I am both looking forward to it and a little terrified. Although, dear God, he has got cut for it. <laughs> that that's not has nothing to do with the movie. That's just him. Yeah. Well, he yeah. he got cut. Yeah. yeah. But he uh, did a movie where, or actually, it was a series. I think it was Oz, where he was supposed to be this white supremacist leader. And he felt so bad after doing it because he looked at it and was like, I'm too chubby to be what I'm supposed to be. And so he decided he would never be chubby again. Right. And has been working out ever since. Yeah. But, and that scene with him like with, the, with, the, with the giant fuck-off beard. Yeah. With just huge bison. Yeah, he looks like Master Roshi. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and the way he, the energy he brings to that. Yeah. Know. Yeah. J.K. Simmons as... Uh, as Chase Jonah Jameson, just I don't think really you. I, yeah, have they even cast a Jameson character for, for? I'm kind of hoping they do mostly what they did with Amazing Spider-Man, where they just had him emailing him <laughs> instead of him actually showing up. Because it's super hard. It's really going to be all damn near impossible for anyone to follow that performance. Yeah, yeah and not and do do justice to it. Yeah, but. But uh, you one know. of those characters where where the actor where where you where I did not see the actor. Yeah, exactly. The same with Molina. I mean, in, in yeah, Alfred Molina did such a good job. He, yeah, I mean, I was, he, I was he starts to off as a, as a as a mentor and then you know becomes this you know be, and be, the change so good with him. Yeah, you know, it's subtle. From, yeah, it's subtle. In that scene when he did when he's on the operating table, they're trying to take the arms off. That was like a classic Raimi. Yeah, scene, monster scene. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden zoom ins and zooms. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It suddenly goes into you know they start filming a confuso vision, uh, <laughs> you know, because the idea is not that you're actually seeing it happen; you're seeing the after effects of it. Yeah, so you can only imagine what's happening. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, the, the one where it comes up, you know, uh, arms the the, uh, the claws open out, and then you know it's going. Oh, thank goodness we cut away from that. One. Yeah, <laughs> goodness, not to see that happen. But 
Yeah, that was... I'm starting to run out. I didn't make a list this time. <laughs> well, I think well, there aren't one, that many. One that's more recent, um, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but um, Spider-Man, or not Spider-Man, yeah. Star Trek Beyond. Out of the three new Star Trek movies, I did, have not best. seen Beyond. I have heard I have. nothing but good things about it, but I missed it in theaters. It yeah. felt more like a longer version of one of the old Star Trek episodes. Nice. Yeah, it did. It did. It, it felt, felt like true. I mean, I still I love what Abrams has done with Star Trek in general, but this one felt more like a, for a true Trekkie to go see this movie, they will walk out happy. Yeah. You get to see everything that makes a, a Trek movie. I, hear, a Trek I, movie. I haven't seen it, so I'll take, I have to take your word for it. It was one of those ones where uh, it was it was one of those movies that I meant to see in theaters and then forgot to go see in theaters. Right. In um, Hardcore Henry. Yeah. Okay. Now, Which, in, new, in newer Trek, though, anything after Generations with Next Gen, yeah. better than the original. Uh, <laughs> first Contact. Oh, okay. Do we get up to Nemesis? Uh, well, I was going to say Insurrection. I really liked I liked Insurrection. Insurrection had every, hit all the, hit all the, 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 hit all the notes of War of going through puberty a second time. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. You know, I, I did not like Insurrection. And yeah. I really didn't, dis- I really disliked Nemesis because, spoiler alert, they killed Data. Yeah, I loved the movie up until that. Yeah, up they to that point. killed Data. I thought it was a great I love story. Data. <laughs> yeah. But um, I loved First Contact. I love everything. First Contact is a fantastic movie. Yeah, maybe everything Generations was. Pretty much everything yeah. after Generations I thought was way better than Generations. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. regardless of the rest of the movie, which it had an okay story, but just the way it was implemented, I wasn't happy with. But then they killed Kirk. Yeah, I was. They dropped the bridge on him. Yeah, I was happier with him going out saving the ship like they thought he had at the beginning of the movie than the way yeah. he went out later. Yeah. They could have had him go out saving a ship, too, you know. Instead yeah. of dropping a fucking bridge on him. <laughs> right. And There's so, a reason that the trope is called they dropped a bridge on him. Right. <laughs> Which is unsummer- unceremonious deaths to liked characters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. He, that needs to be something you don't ever actually see. It happens off screen. Or, it, or at least happens in a badass manner uh, as, as opposed to Dropping a wrought iron bridge on someone. Yeah, like exactly. if he if he had taken he got Trump killed. Yeah, if yeah. he had taken Sauron with him. Yeah, Sauron. Like, Sauron was his, the, name was his name was his name was Sauron. Sauron, yeah, yeah Sauron. Yeah, um, but if he had like grabbed him and then jumped with him yeah. and then everything landed on them, that would yeah. have been a lot better than just dropping the bridge. What's the actor's yeah. name again? Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, Malcolm, yeah. Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. For some reason, I always want to think Jeremy Irons played him, but he didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think that's, you know... Because then, then you get into, you know, in more modern... Then you get into Marvel movies, which... Yeah, um, good luck finding a sequel. I have another older one. That's, um, at least I think Last Crusade was better than the other two Indiana Jones movies. I would have to agree with you there. Uh, Last Crusade. It's definitely better than Temple of Doom. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Last <laughs> I, Crusade would, I would almost say that it, uh, Crystal Skull was even better than Temple, but that's a stretch a little bit. Yeah, but Last Crusade had yeah, Sean Connery makes yeah. everything better. I yeah. finally remembered my Charlemagne. <laughs> yeah, and my and my armies will be the beasts of the air, beasts of the land and the birds of the air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
it's like only Connery can play a role where he's supposed to be one nationality but sounds like his own, and everyone's okay with it. Yeah, yeah. only like Connery can play a, a Russian sub commander with a with a Scottish accent, or or a midwestern uh, or a midwestern archaeologist. Or I was going to say only Sean Connery can play. An Egyptian pretending to be a, a Spaniard, Spaniard. <laughs> sounding like a <laughs> like, Scotsman, yeah. while a French guy plays, uh, while, while a French guy plays a Scotsman, and a guy from Milwaukee plays an ancient Prussian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he was supposed to be British. At yeah. least there he could, you know. At least there he's close. Yeah, he could get away England with it. And Scotland know. are technically the same country yeah. still these days. Yeah, he was like, yeah, you know. But, uh, <laughs> Alan, what about any of the Back to the Future sequels? Three, three had to be the best of the, of the, in the Back wild, Old West. Yeah, it was. It's it was, the one I've actually managed to never see all the way through without commercial interruption. Yeah. So, it was. Well, the two yeah. was two was kind of a muddled mess. It was. It was. You know, let's do this timeline and this timeline. You know, and and three. Basically, they, they went okay. This is the, this is the story we're telling. Yeah. Because two went you know went in two, in two different directions. You know, here's the future. Here's the change. You know, now we got to get this fixed. You, you know, and, but uh, yeah, three was three was more more unified, and I love the train at the end. Yeah. <laughs> the flying train. Yeah. Uh, I have seen it. I just never seen it without commercial interruption. Yeah, Jules and Vern. I think. Yeah, <laughs> his, his, his kids. Yeah, that that's another one that got its own cartoon. Back to the Future. Yeah, it, it focused a bit more on the boys. Jules yeah, and Jules and Vern a little bit on Marty and the Doc. Right. I gotta say, I actually liked the Mummy Returns more than the original Mummy, too. I, I yeah I, the I one with the Scorpion King yes I realize as bad as the as the Scorpion was, King yeah. at the end the villain was not great we, we but get I to feel see like, an Ox to the Moon yeah uh, who was yeah who was who was creepy and threatening you know yeah and and, and still you know still I, I'd fight her any day and twice on Sundays I, I love that movie but still it. Bugs me to this day that they were fighting with size in Egypt. Yeah, that, that does kind of bug. As opposed to Shodels. Yeah. Or any other. Or as opposed, to, well, been. yeah, but the Shodel would be the most, uh, right. would be the most accurate. The Shodel or a yeah. or a Falcata. But yeah, it was. But we get to see more of of. Uh, uh, Emotep. Emotep and the, the Magi. Yeah, what's his name? The guy, um, the guy Midnight is. Uh, <laughs> well, we can see you know, the actor, but the character is. Uh, I'm trying to remember the character. Yeah, I can't remember it either. But uh, yeah, we can see. We can see. I'll look it up again. And Jonathan, still Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan. Jonathan. I great. love seeing that actor, and he's in Shield now. He's doing such a great job with his character. Really, I did not realize that. But, uh, let's see. Yeah, he's he's playing and he's playing another shifty dude. Yeah. He's playing somebody who's doing something a little shifty. Uh, yeah, he's. <laughs> uh, it's taking the fourth mummy movie. Well, it's a remake, basically. It's their uh, re- it's, yeah, they're going back to the roots. Yeah, Universal wants to jump on the bandwagon of having a movie universe. Um, it was supposed to start with um, Dracula Untold. 
and then was also supposed to include um, Aaron Eckhart's Frankenstein monster, which I think he went by had him in that. Which is actually the Frankenstein monster's name. Ardeth Bay. Ardeth Bay, yeah. It's uh, not, it, I mean, it's not particularly surprising. Finn Rimmer's freaking name. Yeah. Uh, so they're wanting to do sort of a Monster Avengers kind of thing, huh. where they, huh. you've got Dracula, um, Adam, Adam, and then not necessarily the mummy. Wait, but Frankenstein Untold? To that mummy. was the one. Franken, I Frankenstein and Dracula Untold. They're gonna okay, but they're they're not doing. I didn't much care for I Frankenstein. Oh, no one did. Uh, Although the, I guess the only good thing of that was, was Eckhart. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Eckhart as Adam was good, but but that, uh, that's because I like pretty much everything Aaron, Aaron Eckhart's ever been in. A lot of people didn't like Dracula Untold either. I loved it. I didn't see it, but so. they're they're still gonna. From what I read, they're still going to give that character a second go when they do the joint movie, <laughs> or at least try a sequel. Well, that could be interesting. Monster Squad. It was a uh, Luke Evans that played well, the Hobbit. Mean, it was yeah, a very I mean, interesting take on the story of Dracula. Yeah. yeah. I would like to... I'll tell you what, what franchise I'd like. I'd actually really like to see a good reboot of would be The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. They're talking about doing that as a series. Ooh, I could really watch a series. I think it, I want to say FX was doing it, and then I heard that Netflix might do it instead. Because the, the Alan Moore comics are really good. Which, apparently, he doesn't like anything get, that gets made from his stuff. Uh, no, well, Alan Moore hates all adaptations of anything. <laughs> yeah, well, Alan Moore hates comics anymore. Yeah. So, but yeah. Screw I, you, think, Alan Moore, because I know you're listening. That's right. Make more comics and let us adapt them. But, yeah, I, I think they... Ah! Could, I think they could have done so much better with the uh, League of Extraordinary John. I'd like to see them do it right. Yeah. That's uh, another one where Sean Connery was one of the few great things about it. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, although I and really like. Interestingly Nina. enough, you know why Sean Connery was in it? Because he uh, because he declined the role of Gandalf, which I was just about to say. My one of my other sequels, Two Towers, was better than Fellowship. Not that Fellowship was bad in any way. I right. disagree. Actually, I think of those three films, Fellowship was the strongest. Actually, I like Lord of the Rings. I of of the one. You mean Return of the King? Yeah. Uh, the, because Lord of the Rings is all three of them. Yeah. yeah. Return of the King. You know. Return of the King is my favorite. Um, I was starting with Two Towers. Yeah. Two Towers. Two Towers had had the same, and I think this is where Lucas got it right uh, in the in the in the basic arc. Two Towers was that middle dark part. Yeah. You keep yeah. messing up names. No. 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 He was actually he meant Lucas. to talk about Lucas. Yeah. Okay. Lucas. Lucas. Lucas planned Empire Strikes Back okay. as, as the middle, middle dark. dark part. And okay. then Jackson and, similarly and he did pulled so that from with the Hero's Journey, okay. <laughs> and you know, and then Jackson, you know, did that because yeah. well, the two towers <laughs> yeah. in the middle dark part, you know. Yeah, and and I mean, it is the Hero's Journey. Yeah, and that's when that's basically um, when you know part of the heroes are going through the through, through the, the underworld yeah, through, through the per, the the uh, the although what's the word? I cannot think of the word um, for what. Starts with a P. Um, Purgatory? No, 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 no. Because um, I just did a thing on the on the whole uh, um, <laughs> hero's journey. Well, uh, purification. No, 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 no. It, it, it's it's a word that uh, is kind of synonymous with ostensibly. Um, no, not the right. Because I was going to say the the word starting with a P, underworld. Um, 
Fuck, this is going to bother me now. Proverbial? Proverbial, thank you! <laughs> okay. Yes, the proverbial underworld. Yeah, although, <laughs> although, quite literally, uh, you know, Aragorn does go into the land of the dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and to a certain thing. extent, so do, uh, Sam so, and, uh, yeah, and, uh, uh hell. Yeah. Well, that and the, and the Dead Swamp. <coughs> right. Oh, yeah, the Dead Marshes. The Dead Marshes. Yeah. Um, and then, but by the same token, a uh, lot like the Rooksticks. Yeah. Yeah. Mary and Pippin go through their own personal tests. Yeah. Um, in Fanghorn. In, and in, uh, in, um. Oh. We have agreed. <laughs> you are not orcs. <laughs> John Reese Davies did a great job on uh, Treebeard. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, and, and the way they did Treebeard beard was so good. Yeah, and it, it, it just it worked with the book. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. they even though they didn't have Tom Bombadil in the movie, which I was completely fine with because he just not would not have fit with the movie. No, he wouldn't have. But they still had Treebeard sing one of his songs in the extended version. Yes, they did. Extended cuts are worth it, by the way. Of those, yeah. I haven't seen the extended cuts of The Hobbit. I don't. I, I can't imagine that they are worth it. They are really from somebody who has been reading the books practically my entire life. They add some really cool stuff, like um, I want to say, Desolation of Smaug. You see, I'm of the opinion that they only should have made at most two movies out of The Hobbit. They added two. They, I, I think I feel like they shoehorned in far too much. And I love the stuff that they added. Like, Gandalf actually finds Thrain to ask him about what happened to his ring. Because he was the holder of the last dwarven ring. Which they talk about off, happening off screen in in The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. But the movie actually shows it. Yeah, well, the movie shows a lot of things that happened at the same time, but wasn't actually covered in the book. Like, Gandalf going to Dol Guldur. He yeah. takes off, but you never know where to. Right. When you read the book. Yeah. yeah. And then seeing Galadriel and Elrond and Saruman fighting the Ring Wraiths yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Getting a chance I've to see, see Saruman be badass was good. And yeah. I honestly loved uh, I like the their sequels. Per, I like their their uh, their portrayal of Radiast the round too. Battle yeah. of Five Armies I loved more than the other two and I love I love all the Lord of the Rings movies. And yeah. I try I they could have been better. But considering what Jackson had to work with, he did the best he could. Because Del Toro was supposed to make it. He got tired of them waiting to greenlight the movie. Hold on. Uh, And then he finally, after a bunch of pre-production and stuff, he quit. And then Warner Brothers... I think you agree. Immediately. (laughs) Actually, it's the right hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hellboy, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Hellboy too. As soon as I said Del Toro. Yeah, Del Del Toro's like, oh... Uh, Hellboy too. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so uh, he got tired of waiting. He got tired of waiting, so he quit. And then as soon as he quit, Warner Brothers went, "Okay, make the movie," which I think they did on purpose because it forced Jackson to direct. Right. But yes. they wanted to keep the same release dates, which means he didn't get the year and a half of prep. So he they, pretty much made it up yeah. as he went. Right. And and have, and, and, I, and considering what we got, consider with him making it up as we got, we got great movies considering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, and and that that is true. Yeah. So now to get off of that, Hellboy two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hellboy two, Hellboy two, the Golden Army, industrial my ass. 
industry industrial industrial my hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I've I've got the DVD. If you yeah, really I've, want I've, yeah. I've got it myself. I actually got the Hellboy. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Fist of Doom. The right hand of doom. Yeah, of course. Right. The red hand of doom. It's red hand, right hand. I can't remember what's his Hellboy's left it, or right hand. It's his, it's Tiffany his right. has that same bank from Luke Crate. Yeah, from Luke Crate. Yeah. yeah, which I haven't gotten my Luke Crate recently. Uh, they ship out around the twentieth each month. Yeah, Ron Perlman, even though he's like nearly seventy, still wants to make Hellboy three. He's been pushing for a while. Yeah, I, and it is his right hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Two. Just visually was amazing, character-wise. I was glad they got rid of the FBI agent for the first one. Yeah. I thought he brought down the first one. Yeah, I loved... Uh, well, that and, and... The Ecto agent. Yeah, yes. the Ecto agent was great. That was, um... Suck my, my ectoplasmic schwanster! <laughs> can't believe say Seth MacFarlane. That makes Family Guy and voice Peter Griffin. Oh my god, he was yes. He was Klaus. He was Klaus. Oh. Getting his ass kicked by a locker was great. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. always, I love Abe Sabian. Yeah. I think they changed Abe voice actors. No, they actually let, they let, actually let Doug Jones voice yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, they instead of having uh, instead of having uh, David Hyde Pierce, yeah, Fraser's brother, <laughs> uh, voice him. They let yeah. they let Doug uh, they, they let Doug voice him. And that he and did a good job. That and, and, and as much as I like Rasputin as a villain, they mishandled him in Hellboy One. Mm. Uh, having Prince Tuatha or Prince not Tuatha. No, they were actually named after the primary three of the Tuatha Day, which was also really cool. Um, yeah. Having Prince, what's his ass, um, be the guy, uh, be the villain. Was it Nuada? Nuada, that was it, Prince Nuada. Um, having him be the villain and the troll with the with the with the, the, the rocket fist. Yeah. <laughs> and, and for that matter, the troll market was just glorious. Oh, it was amazing. It was, it was beautiful. It's it funny. Was, that's it was, the second time that actor that played Nuada has been the villain to it. In a Ron Perlman movie. Well, it wasn't a Ron Perlman movie. He was just in it. But Blade 2, he was the mutated vampire. Huh. Mm, okay. But yeah, um, but just... Yeah, yeah Hellboy 2. Baby, I'm a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> best line in that. One of the best lines in that movie. Trying to be polite. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hellboy <laughs> 2 was just... Way better than Hellboy. The two fairies. A lot of people, oh, God. A lot of people argue yeah. with me on that, actually, which I think is I weird. loved Golden Army. Yeah. Golden Army was better. Yeah. Industrial. And even if it was only for a flashback, I loved seeing John Hurt come back for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, John Hurt just a, a chance. He's like one of my favorite actors. That's why he's yeah. my favorite doctor, even though he's had the least screen time out of all yeah. of them. Yeah. Well, speaking, you, of good, yeah. <laughs> speaking of good actors, that's why I will always actually not dislike... The one, the that one James Bond movie that Timothy Tim, that Tim Belton was in, because I like Timothy Dalton. He was in two. He, well, he was in okay, but everyone uh, says in, says that they suck. Um, they were pretty good. Um, actually, License to Kill weren't yeah. weren't the two or, that he was in where he, the first one he got married and then they killed her and so yeah. the second one is him going after yeah is the Roaring Rampage of Revenge. Yes. Uh, actually, no, the uh, first one is Felix Leitner getting married. Mm-hmm. And then them uh, yeah. uh, putting her on Felix, and yeah, license to kill is is uh, Dalton going on uh, going yeah going okay. for so I was right that Felix. Dalton does go on the rampage. Yeah, Timothy yeah. Dalton is is a really good actor. Yeah, and um, the and the thing about it is is 
License to Kill is actually licensed. I think I think is licensed remote uh, set to film. But um, yeah, was it uh, The Living Daylights was the first one. Yeah, yeah, The Living Daylights, and and a lot of people said The Living Daylights is is the worst of the official. Bond films. It's the weaker of those two films. I and keep in mind, I'm saying of the official because there was um, the other Thunderball. Yeah, there were two Thunderballs. Yeah, the one. The, well, there was also the one that uh, that Connery came back for, like in that was his, Thunderball. Never, uh, actually, yeah. there was Never Say Never Again. Yeah, Never Say Never Again. Was it? Yeah. Which, um, which, which was unofficial. It was not made by MGM and and uh, all them uh, and all them folks. Yeah. It was an unlicensed, unofficial sequel. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I would too, you know, uh, but then again... My I don't blame Connery for leaving that project. They, for James Bond in general. Yeah. They, they uh, promised him um, privacy, but then the some of the guys, uh, uh, the producers or whatever, kept leaking his location to the press. Yeah. And so he quit. And then when... And then when they finally got him to come back, uh, the agreement was that the guy who did that would never be on set. <laughs> and in the middle of filming a scene, the guy up. showed up and Connery just stopped talking and stared out the fake window. And no one was like, Sean, what are you doing? He just would not talk and just waited for that guy to leave before he could continue. Yeah. Fun times. They in any case, other uh, sequels... Um, all dogs go to heaven too. Uh, <laughs> no, that would have been last week. <laughs> um, no, I, I really can't think of very many other sequels that were better than, than the original. Than yeah. the original. I mean, it's it's a hard, yeah. you know, it's a hard thing to come back from if you have a, a mediocre movie, you know, to come back and although, bring a good movie. Yeah. Although I'll go on record here, it's not a movie, but I will say that I think Fallout Two was better than Fallout One. <laughs> I would say that Fallout 4 is better than Fallout New Vegas. I disagree. New Vegas of the new Fallout games, I think, was the best. Fallout 4 was a very, very close second, though, in my book. Fallout 4 gives you a lot more freedom. Vegas, I mean... I liked the flavor of Vegas a lot. I liked the flavor. Uh, Back, back, Back in the West was nice. Yeah, and Caesar's Legion was a terrific enemy. Yes. Uh, you know, it was. Um, this sounds like another episode. Yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> oh, we, we could, could do an, we did an entire. We, do we an could episode do an episode. We could, we could probably do an episode on each individual freaking game. Right. <clears throat> yeah. You could do a, Maybe we should do a series on... called War. Yeah. War never changes. War never changes. I've got another old one. Uh, at least in my opinion, Superman Two. Yeah, it's yeah. much better than Superman. Superman Two is the one with Zod, right? Yes. Yeah, I would agree yeah, with you. There. I would agree with you there. Kneel before Zod. <clears throat> I, Kneel before Zod. Because I had the I had the biggest teen crush on uh, what was her name, the the female. Oh, uh, what's her name? Yeah, what's her name? Uh, it was like thirty years. Ursa. Ursa. Yeah. The internet is our friend. I almost said Feora, but that was the one from Man of Steel. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, Ursa, I was like, yeah, I. she was like, oh, she's hot. <laughs> and her name. There's a deleted scene from Superman 2 where you find out that Superman didn't actually kill them. Yeah. Sarah Douglas uh, played Ursa. 
there, there's a deleted scene where you see them all being arrested. Right. Which, <clears throat> I also like the random cellophane S. Yeah, uh, that is so <laughs> dumb. And the tag game that they played where they kept disappearing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, But I will say, the memory uh, the memory racing kiss was stupid. It was. Yeah, <coughs> and that's one of the few mistakes that they repeated. <coughs> yeah, you did. Even Superman 4. He wanted to be able to ask her a question, but couldn't do it as just Clark or just Superman. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you seen the Richard Donner cut of Superman 2? Because when he was filming Superman 1, he had plenty of extra time and budget. He started filming 2. Huh. And the higher up said, stop. He said, We're only, we only have you working on the first one, so just work on the first one. And then they didn't keep him for the second. Right. And so we ended up with a different movie than what he had planned. Fans for years demanded to find out what his version would have been like. So they released the Richard Donner cut, which had a lot of the stuff that he had already filmed. And for the stuff he hadn't filmed but wanted to be in there, they just used the screen test footage instead. Like how Lois finds out who he is, instead of the whole tripping over the bear's head and his yeah. head showing the fire, which I thought was dumb as hell. Right. Because it's Superman, damn it! She pulls a gun on Clark. And he starts freaking out, and she fires. And he just stands there and is like, you know, if you were wrong, you would have killed Clark Kent just now. She's like, no, they're blanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is Lois Lane. That, yeah, that is Lois Lane. Yeah. Him tripping like that was not probably yeah, Clark. No, yeah. no that's... Yeah. Superman wouldn't... I mean, that, that, was, that was because Superman wanted to be found out. Yeah, I, although I, I liked the you know, like the parts where, you know where he was trying to be Superman without being Superman. Yeah, you know when she drops into the water, he yeah. uses his heat vision to drop the branch for her. Right, and, but that's also where we see that that change from Clark, you know, mm-hmm. Clark to Kal El. Yeah, <laughs> you know, okay, stands up straight. <laughs> yeah, even like... in their in their hotel room when after he did shove his hand in the fire and he walks up those steps turns around takes off the glasses and then immediately like gets bigger yeah because he like, stops slouching yeah, it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like a fucking Transformers <laughs> was brilliant as yeah. Superman yeah he, he was Clark Kent yeah he, he really really did all those scenes where he takes the hat and just tosses it on the rack it took him a bunch of times but that was actually him yeah like, yeah <laughs> which yeah. is that that grin he got uh, for one of them where he d- does it and just looks as huh? It's because they didn't stop him. Like he he did the flip, and there was no cut, so he just kept going. Right. And then he turns around and sees that the hat is where it's supposed to be. <laughs> and so, it's, huh? So that was the actor proud of himself. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, that's yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm th- I'm thinking of another sequel that's better than the, than the previous film. Um. <laughs> Which was, you know, kind of the topic we were talking about tonight. Um, now I'm blanking on the name. Uh, but, but, but Pirates of the Caribbean Dead, Dead Man's, Man's Chest, Chest was so much better than At World's End. Well, I think you have it backwards. It was Black Pearl, Dead Man's, World's End. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, I'm taking On Stranger Tides. On Stranger Tides, the fourth one. On Stranger Tides was so much better than World's End. Yeah, World's End had some good moments in it, but it was trying to fit too many. Yeah, uh, on I mean, Stranger Tides was a, was, in my opinion, a return to form 
that they lost after Black Pearl. Yes. Yeah. Because Which is where they focus more on Jack than yeah on, and Barbosa. Right. Yes. Jack and Barbosa. Yeah. Although uh, I still right. love Car- you know Kira Knightley King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that, King. <laughs> Pirate. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they 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 were they managed to fit more into one word in some of those. Yes. You know? Well, I, I will say this: uh, there there is one thing that I will give to uh, uh, Pirates Three, which was the guy who played the Keeper of the Code. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Oh, Keith yeah. Richards. Keith yeah. Richards. To <laughs> <laughs> hell with the code! Bam! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because Johnny Depp based um, a lot of his look and act and the way he acted as Jack on Keith Richards. Yeah. <laughs> and then they decided to get Keith to play Jack's dad. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. Is, uh, Hi, Dad. <laughs> How's mom? How's mom? <laughs> She's looking good. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. was great. I'm looking forward. You know, Mike complains that they've made more, even though he hasn't seen them. But I'm looking forward to the fifth one. What are they calling it? Dead Men Tell Tales. 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 Yeah, it could be good. I, I will say this: I saw the teaser trailer. I like. So when you see Jack, <laughs> can you tell him that, please, for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, and I, I will. You know. Like we uh, might be getting another Barbosa. Yeah, that guy might be able to do... I mean, because yeah. here's the thing. Here's why I always like Jeffrey Rush so much in those films. He's the only one that in the first Pirate movie, Pirates of the Caribbean movie said, Arr! Yeah. <laughs> now what are you doing? Well, no, no, no. No, no, just... Yeah. Uh, it, it, when, when she stumbles out and sees the thing, he peeks out for her and thinks, Arr! Arr! <laughs> just, just, Arr! <laughs> And of course, he delivers my favorite line ever. Uh, he's like, "It's more of a, it's more of a guideline yeah. than an actual, yeah. than an actual." We rule. think it's more of a guideline than an actual rule. <laughs> Second, you have to be a pirate for the. I loved his sarcasm too. Uh, yeah, everyone always would... raves about Johnny Depp, but I think, honestly, I, I, I think I said this last week too. But Jeffrey uh, Rush, Jeffrey Rush. Uh, <sighs> Bill yeah. Nighy did a great job. Did of not, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Bill Nighy did a good job. Of course, I don't think I've ever seen him do anything I didn't like. Right. Like even if you don't like which the movie, one was he? He, um, he was Davy Jones. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> Cthulhu of the Deep. Yeah. Because uh, even if <laughs> you don't like Jack Sparrow, even if you don't like the movie he's in, death. Nighy is great. Even if you don't like the movie he's in, his role is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like really like Davy Jones' character. Yes. Uh, well, for that matter, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Who's he in Hitchhiker's Guide? Slarty Fast. He was Slarty Barkfast. I'm horrible with actors' names. I always kind of sit here dumbfounded where everyone's like, this actor's name and this actor's name and this actor. I'm like, well, I have another mind brain. these things? I have another mind brain will just make shit up to go in there if I can't remember right. Uh, yeah. Well, I really liked uh guy who was in Moon and played... Uh, and played uh, Justin Hammer as uh, Zephod Beetlebrox, too. Oh, uh, yes. Um, I knew his name until you asked about it. Yeah, me too. Um, I hate that. He was in Moon, and uh, and he played Justin Hammer. He was the he was Jack he of the, Diamonds in Seven Psychopaths. Wasn't he in The Green Mile, also? I can't remember if he was in The Green uh, Mile. Uh, oh, God, I almost had, almost had it. Um, that one guy. That one guy, yeah. Sam Rockwell. There you go. Rockwell, that's it. Yeah, Rockwell. Yeah, Rockwell he, did a really good job. He was the, with, he was the uh, 
actual killer in the Green Mile. Was he? If I remember. I, it's been I, such a long yeah. time since I've seen the Green Mile. And honestly, it, of, of, uh, of Stephen King films, Shawshank Redemption is, my, is one of my, my favorite favorites. movies. Yeah. Um, and easily my favorite of every... Yeah. There, there's something that some of you might not know. The Shawshank Redemption is adapted from a short story written by Stephen King. <laughs> and Red was actually originally an Irish guy. Yep. Which is why Marty, which is why uh, probably like Morgan Freeman got to say, probably because I'm Irish. <laughs> why do they call you Red? No, kind of Irish. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Uh, so without getting into the Marvel movies and stuff, I, I'm starting to run out of ideas. Yeah, I think yeah. Again, it, it's a high bar. I mean, oh, yeah, sure. it is a very high bar. Another another older one. And honestly, we've managed to talk for an hour and, t- and 18 minutes, so we're doing pretty good. Secret of the Ooze, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so two, Secret, Secret, yeah. Secret of the Ooze. Because last it, week we talked about three and how horrible it, it, it was. It did have Bebop and Rocksteady. Also had no, uh, not, not talking about the new sequel. I'm talking about yeah, it had yeah. Toka and Razor. Oh, yeah. up in Arc City. It was a. Yeah. It was a. It also had turtle. go ninja, go ninja, yes. go. Yeah. I, I, Which, I don't. I, I can't. I can't really agree on that one because I liked. I liked the original Ninja Turtles better. You see, I never really got into Ninja Turtles until uh, I was <clears> too old to be enamored of them. Uh, <laughs> you got to go back to the original black and white. I think if you're an adult, I would love to see either a movie or even animated movie, something where they actually use the original material. Well, I've read, I've read some of the original comics, and they are fucking great. Yeah, well, see, the original, the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle does use some of the original material. Yeah, um, with you know, with uh, um, with Raphael getting was it Raphael? Yeah, it's Raphael getting. You know, hammered by the hand, the the, the whole foot. the foot. Yeah, right. You're wrong, thinking wrong, of the story wrong. that it was borrowed from, right? Yeah, the uh, hand is uh, Daredevil. Is, is Daredevil? Yeah, because the turtle started out as sort of a parody slash homage to Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. and you know, so yeah, uh, Raphael getting hurt by the foot. It was Donnie. Um, it was Raphael. No, it was, it was Donnie in the in the My Whole Bay remakes. And then, um, yeah, and then that whole scene with. Uh, with uh, Splinter, yeah, you know, over the campfire, <laughs> it was good. It I was, just, and it was adapted I from. I just enjoyed stuff. the second more. That's fair. Um, and there's an animated movie called Turtles Forever, where they took the modern day Turtles animated Turtles, mm-hmm. and they meet the '80s or '90s. Yeah, Turtles Forever was Turtles, and they go back. They're traveling dimensions basically, and they go to the what's called Turtles Prime and meet the black and white yeah. turtles. Uh, <laughs> it was based off of, uh, off of a comic series. I want to say that it was called Turtles in Time, um, like which was which actually started with the black and white. Yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah, uh, I would love to see either a TV series or some something. So they couldn't do it because at this point, uh, Teenage Mutant Turtle Tur- Turtles as a franchise. as a franchise is too kid friendly. Yeah, and Tim and T Black and White is really is great. like high school <laughs> at yeah. youngest. Should like they're doing it, with, it, not to that extreme, but they're starting to do it with Power Rangers. So if that goes well, maybe they can yeah. do the Turtles. That's possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of film sequels that were better than the original, although the bar is super low, um, Turbo, a Power Rangers movie, was better than the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. 
I refused to watch Turbo because I quit watching Power Rangers once it stopped being Mighty Morphin. You missed out. Zeo and In Space were really good. Turbo was very eh. I detested car stuff. In Space was amazing. In Space was a very fitting end to the Mighty Morphin era. Because (coughs) up through... uh, (coughs) Not you, I swear. I've had something in the back of my throat all day. Um, (laughs) Up until the end of In Space... Um, it had actually, the entire, all of Power Rangers had actually had one single, uh, through continuity. Yeah. After In Space, they decided to do new teams, new pseudo, pseudo new continuity every time, although, then you also had the, the yearly team-up episode. Yeah. Um, like Forever Red. That was... Forever Red was good. Yeah. Um, they did one recently with uh, Megaforce, where they got back a shit ton. Of that was because Rangers. they did the legendary battle. Yeah, um, which they, was they even got back Jason David Frank. Which was which Ranger. was they, they they did the legendary battle for I want to say the twenty fifth or thirtieth anniversary of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers when what they adapted uh, Super Sentai Go Kiger was the, like the fiftieth anniversary of yeah. Super Sentai. Uh, so yeah. The freaking legendary battle was great because uh, Go Kiger is, is really um, it's really good. Sorry, um, <laughs> I like Sentai. I like Power Rangers. <laughs> I haven't given anyone any homework uh, yet this week, so let's give you some homework. Um, uh, in the comments, either on our Facebook page or on the website, or send me an email. Tell me what we missed. What's your favorite? What is your favorite sequel to a so-so movie? Even if it was a great movie, and they managed to yeah, do a better sequel. Better, yeah. yeah. What is your favorite sequel that was better than the, than the movie it was a sequel to? Like Tron. I really liked Tron, but I thought Legacy was a much better movie. Um. Yeah. I, I liked both. I I would put them on roughly equal footing myself. But yeah, um, please. I had only really one big issue with Legacy, and that was Clue was too obviously CG. But he was also entirely in a digital world. But no one else in the digital world looks CG. Well, yeah, but you're trying to get Jeff Bridges. You <laughs> to know. look young. Yeah. yeah. They need to get the team who did that for people in Ant-Man and uh, Civil War. Yeah. yeah. They did I, really good on that. I did like, however, I do like... Um, how they made Jeff Bridges be the dude in Tron. Be yeah. the dude just in Tron. The dude abides now yeah. in digital. I'm gonna go knock on the. I'm, I'm gonna go knock on the on the, on the on the sky and listen to the set to the echoes. Sound yeah. Well, he pretty much was on the way to that in the yeah. first one. He was already very duty. Yeah. Yeah. Duty. Dude like. Dude like. Yeah. Dudeish. Dudeish. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that'll about wrap it up here for the week. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. This has been Neil, Ben, and, and, and every time I, you, you, you say it as I'm saying and. What you is don't that? always and. do and. A lot of times you I just try motion. I to say and at the Most end. Most of the time you just motion. Yeah. I, at the end I try to say and <laughs> when I get to you. Then how about I start saying and? <laughs> I like this plan. I'm thrilled to be a part of it. Um, 
Ghostbusters 2 was not better than the original Ghostbusters. Oh, God. <laughs> Although, it wasn't bad by any means. By I, right. I disagree with your theories. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you again for thank you again for, for listening to this podcast. And we'll see you next week on another episode of Geek Fanthology. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter T and the number 13. Ending theme is March of the Mind by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast, or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash workingtheory. The final thought. Second verse. Same as the first. Not any louder, but not any worse. <laughs>